ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار indeed the praise is for allah we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds whomsoever allah guides no one can lead this person astray and whomsoever allah leads astray then there is no guide for him i bear witness that none has the right to be worshiped except for allah who was alone with our partners and i bear witness that muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the servant of allah and his last messenger to all of mankind oh you who believe fear allah with the right that he should be feared with and do not die unless you are muslims oh mankind fear your lord who has created you from a single person and from that person created his mate and from them to scattered countless men and women and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you all you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement as to what follows certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters and every newly invented matter in the relation in the religion is innovation 
And every innovation is going astray, and every going astray is in the hellfire. My noble brothers and sisters in Al-Islam, throughout the Qur'an, the Book of Allah, Allah Azza wa Jal, He reminds us of Yawm Al-Qiyamah. He reminds us of the Day of Judgment by mentioning the events that will take place on that great day. And this reminder from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to us is so that we can prepare for this great day. Prepare for this day with actions of righteousness. Preparing for this day by staying away from that which Allah azza wa jal is not pleased with. Preparing for this day with worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, following the example of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From that which Allah azza wa jal has mentioned, فَإِذَا جَاءَتِ الطَّامَّةُ الْكُبَرَىٰ يَوْمَ يَتَذَكَّرُ الْإِنسَانُ مَا سَعَىٰ وَبُرِّزَتِ الْجَحِيمُ لِمَنْ يَرَىٰ And on the day of the great catastrophe, on that day mankind will remember that which he or she has put forward. And the hellfire will be brought for all to see. It will be near to the people for everyone to see the blazing punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah azza wa jal, He mentions two categories of people. فَأَمَّا مَنْ تَغَى وَآثَرَ الْحَيَاةَ الدُّنْيَا فَإِنَّ الْجَحِيمَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَىٰ And as for the one who transgressed the boundaries, and gave preference to the life of this world, then indeed the blazing hellfire will be his abode. And as for the one who feared standing in front of his Lord on the day of judgment, and he prevented himself, from following his evil desires, then indeed the paradise will be his abode. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions that on the great day, the day that Allah azawajal has described as being the great catastrophe, mankind will remember. Mankind will remember all of that which he or she has done. Mankind will remember all of the times that he or she was disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mankind will remember. Mankind will reflect. However, at this time, remembering one's bad deeds, one's negligence, One's disobedience to Allah, disobedience to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it will not be of any benefit on that day. 
As Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, Kalla إِذَا دُكَّتِ الْأَرْضُ دَكَّا دَكَّا وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَكُ صَفًّا صَفًّا وَجِيءَ يَوْمَئِذٍ بِجَهَنَّمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ يَتَذَكَّرُ الْإِنسَانُ وَأَنَّا لَهُ الذِّكْرَى يَقُولُ يَا لَيْتَنِي قَدَّمْتُ لِحَيَاتِي Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions neighbor on the day when the earth will be ground to dust, the earth will no longer be. And your Lord, He will come with the angels and ranks. And the hellfire will be brought near for all to see. And on that day, mankind, He will remember. But how will the remembrance be of any benefit? And then he will say, Oh, woe to me that I have sent forward some good for my hereafter. Allah establishes that remembering your evil and your negligence on that day will not be a benefit because the affair is over. The matter has come to an end and now is the time for judgment. The life of this world is the life of doing actions. It is the life of putting forward good. But the hereafter is the abode of reward and punishment. It is the abode of the paradise or the abode of the hellfire. Do not be like the individuals whom Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentioned, حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءَ أَحَدَهُمُ الْمَوْتِ قَالَ رَبِّ رُجِعُونِ لَعَلِّ أَعْمَلُ صَالِحًا فِي مَا تَرَكْتِ كَلَّا Allah says, until death comes to one of them. And then He says, My Lord, send me back so that I may do good deeds which I abandon. Allah says, no, he will not be able to go back. Once the individual, he dies and he leaves this world, that is the end of the affair. There is no coming back to the life of this world to do the good that you didn't do while you were alive. Why does Allah Azza wa Jal mention these affairs in the Qur'an? So that we may reflect, so that we may ponder, that we may take heed and prepare ourselves for meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So who are these individuals who will have regret at the time of death? Those who will have regret on the day of judgment. Those individuals who transgressed the boundaries. Those individuals who gave preference to the life of this world over the hereafter. Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, تِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ فَلَا تَقْرَبُوهَا These are the boundaries of Allah that He has set, so do not go near to them. When Allah Azza wa Jal has made something haram, Something prohibited, 
When Allah has commanded us to stay away from an affair, when the Prophet ﷺ has commanded us to stay away from an affair, understand my noble brothers and sisters in Islam, this is for our own good. This is so that we will not have regret in the hereafter or regret at the time of death due to us indulging in that which Allah has prohibited. Do not go near the prohibitions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know for a fact that whoever indulges in that which Allah has prohibited, that the delight and the pleasure that comes from indulging in the haram is temporary. But that which lasts upon the individual if he does not make tawbah is the regret. But regret at a time when the regret will not be of any benefit. So do not go near the prohibitions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, إِذَا أَمَرْتُكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ فَأْتُهُ مِنْهُ مَسْتَطَعْتُ That when I command you with a matter, do of it as much as you have the ability. وَإِذَا نَهَيْتُكُمْ عَنْ شَيْءٍ فَاجْتَنِبُوهُ But when I prohibit you from something, stay away from it. Allah Azza wa Jal is Al-Hakim, Allah Azza wa Jal is Al-Alim. Allah is the All-Wise, Allah is the All-Knowing. So the prohibitions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are based upon the wisdom of Allah. They are based upon the knowledge of Allah. Allah knows and we do not know. As Allah Azza wa Jal mentions, وَاللَّهُ يَعْلَمُ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَعْلَمُونَ In Allah, He knows and you do not know. Allah knows what's best for us. He is the one who has created us. So do not give preference to your desires. Do not give preference to the life of this world over that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He calls us to. Understand, my noble brothers and sisters in Al-Islam, the life of this world is a deception. As Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَاعُ الْغُرُورِ And the life of this world is nothing but an enjoyment that is deceiving. There is enjoyment in this life, but in reality it is a deception. Because the life of this world, when a person is enjoying himself or herself, the life of this world gives the individual the impression that he or she will live forever. That he or she will never die. There will never come a time when the person will have to stand in front of Allah. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions, Ya ayyuhal nas, inna wa'dallahi haq, fala tagurrannakumul hayatul dunya, wala yagurrannakum billahi al-ghurur. O mankind, indeed the promise of Allah is true. So do not allow the life of this world to deceive you, and do not allow the chief deceiver to deceive you about Allah. The life of this world is a deception. And the shaitan, he is the chief deceiver, who makes the people believe that they have time who makes the people believe that they will live forever, 
who makes the people look at the evil as being good and look at the good as being evil. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, إِنَّ الدُّنْيَا حُلْوَةٌ That indeed the life of this world is sweet and green. Indeed the life of this world is sweet and green. Meaning that it is a delight to the eye, it tastes good. But look what he mentions afterwards. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ مُسْتَخْلِفُكُمْ فِيهَا فَيَنْظُرْ كَيْفَ تَعْمَلُونَ فَاتَّقُوا الدُّنْيَا The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned that Allah will make you the successors in the earth. But at the same time, look at what you do while you are on this earth and fear the dunya. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا أَسْتَغْفُرُ اللَّهِ لِي وَلَكُمْ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين ما بعد. The second category that Allah Azza wa Jal has mentioned. وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَى النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى and as for the one who fears standing in front of his Lord, and he prevents himself from the following of the evil desires. What is the reward for this individual? The paradise. It is a must, barakallah fikum, that we fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we, we fear the meeting with Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the truth. The meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is something that is inevitable and we all will go through it. So Allah azawajal, He mentioned, وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا تُرْجَعُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ Fear a day in which you will be returned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah commands us to fear this day. A day that we will return to Allah and be accountable for all that we have done. But you have from amongst the people, those who fear Allah in this dunya, and then you have those who do not fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What did the Prophet ﷺ say regarding these individuals? قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ يَقُولُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلُ وَعِزَّتِي لَا أَجْمَعُ عَلَى عَبْدِي خَوْفَيْنِ وَلَا أَجْمَعُ لَهُ أَمْنَيْنِ 
The Prophet wasallam he mentioned that Allah Azza wa Jal, He stated, I swear by my might, I will not combine upon my servant two states of fear, nor will I combine for him two states of safety and security. Then Allah Azza wa Jal, He went on to mention, إِذَا أَمِنَنِي فِي الدُّنْيَا أَخَفْتُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ That if my servant feels safe and secure from me, meaning he's not afraid of me in the life of this world, I will make him afraid of me on the day of judgment. وَإِذَا خَافَنِي فِي الدُّنْيَا أَمَّنْتُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ and when my servant is afraid of me in the life of this world, then I will make him feel safe on the day of judgment. We all must ask ourselves, which category do we fall in? Are we from amongst the people who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya? Or are we from amongst the people who do not have fear of Allah azza wa jal? If you have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya, abshiru, glad tidings for you. Allah azza wa jal will make you feel safe on the day of judgment because you were afraid of him in the life of this world. So Allah is not going to afflict you with two states of fear. Fear here and then fear in the hereafter. Allah will bring calm and ease to your hearts. But if you are an individual, who was bold, who was arrogant, who stands in front of Allah with no fear in the life of this world, then know for a fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you fear on the day of judgment. And there will be no fear like that fear. But the fear of Allah is the wajal in this dunya, it is a fear that is accompanied with action. It is not the mere statement, I fear Allah. But fearing Allah is accompanied with good behavior, good action, staying away from the haram. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, سَبْعَةٌ يُذِلُّهُمُ اللَّهُ يَوْمَ لَا ذِلَّ إِلَّا ذِلُّهُ There are seven categories of people who Allah will shade them. On, with his shade on the day there is no shade except for his shade. Imamun adilun washab nashaa fi ibadatillah wa rajulun qalbuhu muallakun bil masajid wa rajulan tahaba fillah ijtama'a alayhi wa tafarraqa alayhi wa rajulun Da'athu imra'atun dhata mansab wa jamal wa qala inni akhafullah wa hadhu huwa shahid wa rajulun tasaddaqa bi sadaqatin fa akhfaha hatta la ta'lama shimaluhu ma tunfiqa yaminu wa rajulun dhakara allaha khaliyan fa fadat aynahu min khashyatillah aw kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned there are seven categories of people who will be under the shade of Allah on the day there is no shade except for his shade. 
a just leader, a youth who grew up in the worship of Allah, a person whose heart is connected to the masjid, two individuals who love each other for the sake of Allah, they unite upon that and they separate upon that. And here is the point. A person, a man who was invited to do an act of indecency by a woman who has status and beauty. And he says, indeed, I fear Allah. But understand his statement, indeed, I fear Allah, is accompanied with him turning down this offer from this woman who was beautiful and has status. He didn't just say, I fear Allah, and then he got in the bed with her. Rather, he says, I fear Allah, and he stays away from the haram. So this individual will be under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day there is no shade. And then you have a person who gives charity so secretly that the left hand doesn't know what the right hand spins. And then lastly, a person who remembers Allah in private and his eyes overflow with tears out of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also look at the story of the three men who were trapped in the cave from Bani Israel. And they were sure that death was going to come to them. So one of them he mentioned, nothing will save us except that we mention a deed that we did for the sake of Allah. And one of the men he mentioned, how there was a woman who was beloved to him, and he wanted to have relations with her in a manner that was not permissible. And this woman was stricken with hard times. So he gave her wealth in return, she must sleep with him. And as he laid on top of her to have relations with her in a manner that is not pleasing to Allah, what did she say to him? So when he went to have relations with her, she said to him, fear Allah, and do not break the seal except with his right. The man, he said, I got up and I left her. He said, oh Allah, if I did this for your sake, relieve us from this calamity. And the boulder, it moved. Subhanallah wa bihamdi ikhwan wa akhawat. It is a must that we strive against our souls for the sake of Allah. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, Afdalul jihad an yujahidar rajulu nafsahu wa hawa. That the greatest form of striving, that the person he strives against himself, and he strives against his evil and lowly desires. If we do this in the life of this world, seeking the pleasure of Allah, by the permission of Allah, we will not have regret at the time of death. We will not be in a state of fear when we stand in front of Allah on the day of judgment. And we will be from the people of paradise, bi'ithni lahi ta'ala. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us from amongst those who fear Him in this life. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us from amongst those who fear the standing with Him on the Day of Judgment. 
we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us from amongst those who prevent themselves from the evil and indecency. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa subhanaka allahum wa bihamdik ashadu an la ilaha ila anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Aqim as-salam.